0: hello everyone uh it's asan here um from the weekly regular uh just uh if you've noticed um we haven't been exactly weekly uh or regular on this podcast uh recently um that's because uh i am to be honest tooling around with the podcast trying to find um some different ways to freshen it up uh both content wise but also um to restructure some things logistically uh, that make the doing the podcast uh, a little bit more feasible for me as I'm doing a bunch of other stuff uh, right now. And uh, things are starting to reopen and um, different opportunities and jobs and stuff are, are coming back around. So I'm having to manage my time a little bit more carefully. Um, I'm still going to do this podcast because I love it. Uh, if you love this podcast, you should also te- check out Carl calls his cousin part of the uh, flagrant family, the flagrant ones, Patreon. Um, yeah. Yeah. Feel free to check out that podcast I do with my cousin Carl Tart, um, but here on this podcast, I am um, behind the scenes working on a lot of new stuff, um, trying to retool the podcast in a way that makes, um, yeah, that keeps it feeling uh, fulfilling and fun and and uh, what's another f word, um, uh, fart, fulfilling, fun, and fart. Uh, here at, at the Weekly Regular. Um, that's If you've never listened to the show before, that's the kind of content uh, you can expect. Um, but this episode uh, is an episode I just did recently uh, with my good friend Zach Job, who's a very funny comedian here in L.A. Um, feel free to look him up online. He'll share that info, info with you later. Um, yeah, uh, there is <laughs> kind of a cluster of a week uh, this past week, and uh, some microphones were forgotten at home. Uh, We recorded this episode from my studio So it was just uh, The audio is going to sound like Sometimes you may hear some phasing Which will essentially make Zach Sound like he's uh, on stage uh, Like this was captured live Or something like that It was not captured live Well, there was There was one other person in the room So I guess that made it A little bit more like live I guess we did have an audience Uh, You'll hear about uh, that person later in the episode (laughs) Because we actually uh, addressed that person uh, and they contribute to the show, so thank you to uh, thank you to her. Thank you to that person for contributing to the show. But in any event, um, I don't know what that transition means, in any event. Like, is you saying, like, if that's as a transition, are you saying, like, I guess I don't know what that means, in any event. In any event other than this, the same would be true? Is that what you're saying? I don't know but anyway if if you know what that means (laughs) get back to me i guess i don't know but uh anyway um yeah uh we're here at the weekly regulator make you guys laugh and and put out enjoyable content and stuff like that and i'm figuring out a way to do that that's more sustainable uh so that the podcast will thrive and not just live online so yeah thank you for listening thank you for supporting uh carl calls his cousin and uh thank you for being uh a continued listener of the weekly regular. Let's get into this week's episode, and I will see y'all soon. Maybe not next week, but soon uh, with some announcements. Be uh, if you don't follow the weekly regular on Instagram, please follow weekly regular on Instagram at weekly regular, and you can follow me at us the DJ um, for more updates about the show. Um, yeah, some exciting announcements coming soon. All right, thanks a lot. Let's get into today's episode with Zach Joe. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Regular. My name is Asan, and I am joined this week by special guest of the podcast, very funny comedian. Uh, I will let him tell you a little bit more about him. Uh, he's a good buddy of mine. I've known him for a while now. Uh, welcome to the show, Zach Job. Hello, Zach.
1: Hello. How are uh, you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. I'm really excited to be here. Oh,
0: I'm glad you are here uh apologies if my voice sounds different than it does normal i forgot my microphone my additional microphone at home and i am speaking into uh my voice memo on my phone so hopefully this doesn't sound too bad i gave zach the good sexy sounding mic so he'll sound great Mm -hmm. i may sound less desirable but that's what we're here about here at the weekly regular we're here Uh, we are all about hospitality and making our guests feel welcome and showing off their vocal cords but zach um how have you been this is actually exciting because this is the first in-person podcast that i have done in over a year um you're here you're you've got the the tie-dye tank uh, top i cannot speak the tie-dye tank top Try saying that five times fast. Go. Tie-dye
1: tank top, tie-dye 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 tank top. But to be fair, that's the only way they would let me buy it. They were (laughs) like, if you can't say five (laughs) times fast, yeah.
0: It's very high stakes. (laughs) Look, Tilly's made sure that I could do that five times fast before they let me buy the tank top. No, you're here in a tie-dye tank top. You got the shorts on It is full summer mode here in Los Angeles, California. Um, I'm glad you're here.
1: I'm glad to be here. For yeah. so the record, the reason I am wearing basketball shorts and sneakers <laughs> is I am planning to go to the gym after this. Uh-huh. And I did sort of just sign up for a gym membership because it's much cooler than my apartment is. <laughs> <laughs> so like I've been going back to the gym just to cool down a lot of the times. Okay,
0: cooler temperature wise. Yeah. Are you not just like like more socially hip than mm-hmm. your apartment?
1: I mean, it's definitely more socially hip than my apartment is, but that's a very low bar. Although, I do walk around the gym with, like, big sunglasses on and, like, a leather jacket and stuff like that. They did.
0: There's a picture of you when you walk into the gym that you go to. It's the coolest guy at this gym picture. Yeah, and I'm doing the finger guns. Yeah. This is my version of what a cool person is. Um. (laughs) Yeah. Your idea of cool is Fonzie. From yes, it is Fonzie, <laughs> yes. Because I'm always punching jukeboxes. <laughs> the, the jukebox wor- works fine, Zach. You don't have to hit it. <laughs> but i uh, want to listen to taylor
2: swift
1: at the gym <laughs> yeah. i can't get in i can't get in a good pump if i'm not listening to t swift just you
0: know imagining I mean? you bench pressing to uh 22 is <laughs> <It's> hilarious <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> well hey man i'm glad you're here and uh you we're here the, normally we start off the episodes by talking about what we did during this week um and i guess i can go first just to give you an idea of what uh what that might look like um this week, um, what did I do this week? I had therapy, which I had to do from my car, which was really weird, uh, because I had forgotten that I had therapy. So mm-hmm. right now I'm going to therapy every other week, but um, I had to, I had a busier week um, two weeks ago, and so I couldn't keep my normal therapy time, and the only time my therapist had available was the following week, which is normally an off week. And so I didn't have it in my calendar, and I was out... Um, I was uh, at Carl Tart's house, actually. We had been hanging out, and uh, I was probably beating him in a game of pool or something. And then um, uh, my therapist calls me on the phone, and I'm like, this is weird. My therapist normally doesn't call me out of the blue. And then that triggered, oh, yeah, I have therapy right now. And so I was like, hey, Carl, I got to go. I have some self-care things to do. And I ran to my car and had a therapy session in my car. Yeah. How
1: yeah. was that? How how was it to do it in the car?
0: Uh it was fine. Uh it was I was kind of worried that I might run out of gas cuz I <laughs> <laughs> cuz I had the air on the engine running and it was it was fairly low uh gas wise, but um I survived and it was fine in the car. Um I didn't put I like I had my therapist in my on my phone instead of going through like the bluetooth in my car because like sometimes i'm at red lights and you can hear people's bluetooth conversations like (laughs) through their Mm -hmm. car because it's really loud for some reason so it was good it wasn't any more or less distractions than there have been because during all during covid like i my therapy sessions have been virtual anyway so like it it's just a different i'm I'm sure it was more jarring for my therapist than it was for me yeah to see like cars driving by in the background and stuff like that but yeah it was fine are you in therapy right now
1: not now i'm looking for a new therapist okay Um,
0: what does a therapist have to have for you
1: um, well, they gotta be cool.
0: Yeah. I go to a nerd therapist. Yeah, they I mean? gotta wear sunglasses. Yeah. Finger guns at the gym, Taylor Swift.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, if I call a therapist, I want them to be like, I don't know, maybe I'll have time to take you. I got other <laughs> things going on. And then I hear a motorcycle go, <laughs> <laughs> and then they take off. So uh, that's first. If they yeah. don't
0: have that, they. They should just I'm out, not baby. even. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. I get that. Uh huh.
1: Um, I. You know, honestly, it's. I, I switched to my new health care, and they uh-huh. gave me like four four names to call, but the phone was breaking up. So I only actually only got two of the phone numbers, and I asked like six times. And at a certain point, you cannot keep asking somebody to repeat a phone number without. Yeah just feeling insane so i was like you know what? i'll call the other two see how that goes and i called one they were like you know we you know we don't have space right now and then uh-huh. i called the other one and i never heard back mm. so on monday i need to call and get a list of four new names from yeah. from my healthcare. how funny would
0: it be if you called your healthcare provider back and the phone line's been disconnected yeah <laughs> <laughs> do, do, do. we're sorry the number you i haven't heard that in so long because, like, that used to be, like, a phone company thing mm-hmm. that you would get, like, when, like, a landline was disconnected. But now, like, when you call cell phones, it's just, like, the wrong person or just, like, a vo- like some voicemail, like, automated voicemail response. It's never, like, the, this phone number is no longer in service, you know? Yeah. I never get those anymore. Those are simple things you miss. Yeah, simpler times. Mm-hmm. I miss the simple infrastructure interactions that I had with people's answering machines. <laughs> <laughs> uh so yeah, that's what I d- I had therapy in the car this week. What else did I do? I saw a movie that we're gonna talk about. I've uh, been watching Loki. You've been watching Loki. Yeah, I love Loki. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You all caught up? You seen all five yes, episodes I've so far? Yes, seen all five. Yeah. Okay. Who's your favorite character? I gotta say Loki. <laughs> <laughs> that's a shocking take. <laughs> I know.
1: I mean, honestly, it's probably Mobius. I like Owen. Yeah, in Owen Wilson's great. How are but... we feeling about
0: the wig he's wearing? Honestly, I think it's great. I I don't know
1: why I'm really into his wig. (laughs) I I don't know why I have any assessment of his wig at all, but I'm like, this is a
0: great wig. It's a good wig. I think it's a good look for him. His, His actual hair is kind of upsetting to me.
1: Is it really? Because it's it's kind of like,
0: and it's boyish, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, it's like, you're an adult now.
1: (laughs) There is a point where a guy's rocking a haircut for like 30 years, and you're like, no, that was fine when you were like 26 to like 35, (laughs) and now you're 50, and it's like, you don't Mm. need a mop haircut. Yeah.
0: Um, I, I am actually liking the show. I think Mobius is probably my favorite character um how so let me ask you this how are we feeling and spoilers if you haven't seen the show how are we feeling about the uh the relationship between loki and sylvie that is uh has developed
1: it's weird because when i watch a show sometimes (laughs) they'll throw in something like that and like they're not aware of how creepy it is and i'm as an audience member being like this is gross right for some reason doesn't bother me at all on the
2: show (laughs) really that's interesting
0: that's interesting because i can totally see why they in their minds while they're making the show they'd be like yeah this is great because i'm sure on set um the two actors probably have great chemistry they're showing up every day they're eating donuts they're drinking coffee they're catching up they're both probably british you know what i mean like they're i'm sure they're just like laughing it up on set and everyone's having a good time but in the edits that we're seeing it's just to me it just feels a little like No, like, that's, like, what is basically your sister. But even worse, because it's, like, the exact same person.
1: (laughs) That's Well, that's the question. Is it like being with a family member? Or is it, like... Because it's you,
0: technically. So which one is worse, in your opinion?
1: (laughs) I think family member's worse, but that's also just because it has, like, a real-world context. Yeah, that's true. being with your clone which eventually will happen i guess yeah we're
0: gonna have to start asking each other these questions
1: yeah that's actually the biggest question now that i realize now that i realize this is an option that is probably why i'm now violently opposed to cloning yeah because <laughs> this will come up and i don't I, want any part of it.
0: i think loki is just a just a, a platform for like backdoor like self clone like love propaganda you know
1: what yes. i mean if you get into like, they're gonna have some interviews with the directors, kind of like they did with like Game of Thrones, and it's just like, I don't know, it just seems like we're being a little prudish in our society about loving your clone. Is it? Am I wrong here?
0: <laughs> yeah, there's an episode of Family Guy uh, we watched recently uh, where Brian Stewie clones Brian, and he ends up falling in love with his clone self, and yeah, I mean, it, I, th- I think it's, I think it's weird, it, it, like it's it's like narcissism. Like, it's definitely weird narcissism,
2: for yeah. sure.
1: That, like, that, for some reason, bothers me more. I think what it is, is I've watched so much movie and television, it's nice to have characters who have any, any chemistry yeah, that's playing true. off each other romantically, yeah. even though it's gross. The, my heart says, I hope they don't get together, because it's going to be weird, and
0: we're going to have to like think about I'm, it. I'm having an epiphany. Maybe Loki is a comment... Is it is, maybe they're attempting to comment on relationships in general because, like, how is Loki falling in love with a you know alternate multiverse version of himself any different than those people who go out into the dating world looking for someone who's just like them? You know, like, uh, that is kind of what is preached in dating. It's like, oh, you got to have all these shared values and shared, like, mm-hmm. what I if mean- no, what if like. What if that's not the point? Like what if the point is to be different, you know?
1: I think you literally I mean, that's literally just siblings are dating on Instagram. It's true. Is that everyone a lot of people just end up with somebody who's identical to them <laughs> yeah. in a very unsettling way. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's strange. Well, I mean Loki is there. Um so yeah, I've been watching Loki. I had therapy in the car. I started working out again which I had taken a, a almost indefinite hiatus from a while <laughs> ago. <laughs> um I started going on walks in the morning uh before I do anything like else with my day which has been nice. Uh uh to be completely candid and honest like whenever I tell people that I feel compelled to tell them they're long walks mm-hmm. because I don't want people <laughs> to think that I'm just having a casual stroll. Yeah. Uh And then I and these are these are the insecurities I'm dealing with and I'm processing with you. And then I also feel that like I'm also compelled to like lie and say I'm going on runs (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) because somehow that feels like (laughs) like I feel the pressure to do that. It feels like I've accomplished more. But no, I'm going to be honest. I go on long walks. Um, They're not on the beach. That 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 would be nice and much harder of a workout. Yeah. Um, Also,
1: but also like that adds what. Three hours to just
0: walk <laughs> For yeah. you Yeah I gotta drive in traffic To get there Or walk to the beach mm-hmm. Which uh, which would be tough It's funny that you say that I was I had to pick up a friend From the airport The other day And you know sometimes Do you use Google Maps Or are your a Waze guy
1: Google
0: Maps Okay good No one uses Apple Maps Either Google Maps or Waze no. That's why I didn't even ask you I
1: get mad when I click on a link <laughs> And it opens Apple
0: Maps Oh so I'm like, yeah, how
2: dare you
0: <laughs> Yeah I wish there was a way You could delete the, the, Maps app, the Apple Maps But you can't unfortunately Um uh, they should make it. They should make an app that allows you to delete, that like the stock Apple apps. I'd pay for that app. Yeah. I'd pay ten dollars a month for an app that would let me delete an Apple app once. That's how much I hate the Apple apps. Wow,
1: that's pretty remarkable.
0: <laughs> the only one that's good is Apple Podcasts. Shout oh. out to them for hosting our podcast.
1: <laughs> Although, I, listen, we all love Apple Podcasts, and I'm obviously rate right this show five stars. But uh, I like.
0: Here's the twenty dollars. I promised you. Yeah. <laughs>
1: They, uh, they changed the format, so now did after they? I play an episode that I downloaded, it'll play another random episode of that oh, same
2: show, no. and I'm like,
1: what are we doing here? <laughs> Obviously, I don't want to listen to this, right? I downloaded 11 shows. I want to get them off my phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with Apple. They're making some kooky decisions lately.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. But anyway, um, so that's what I did this week. Um, Zach, what did you do this week?
1: Uh, I took short little walks. A series of short little walks to my fridge. Exerted
0: almost no effort in doing so. No, no,
1: no, no. I was mostly I just rolled in an office chair. Uh like, what did I do this week? I watched um so my roommate and I both got those AMC passes. Oh, okay. Um which are great. Again, our apartment's hot. So we like we literally went to see uh Purge Forever. Or the Forever Purge, which I have no emotional... I like emotional Purge Forever better. Yeah, I think Purge Forever probably sounds better than the Forever Purge. I think it
0: then puts those movies in the same universe as the Val Kilmer Batman movies. Yes. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, which, like, I don't... have. Did you watch the Purge movies? Have you seen them? I've seen
0: all of them except the new one, the, the Purge Forever. I've yeah. seen all the other ones, though.
1: I've formed zero emotional attachment to those series, mm-hmm. but I've watched two, I think, maybe three. And I just... Both times I was like, yeah, this is a Purge movie. Like, Mm -hmm. it's fine. It's the most, like, fine movies. Mm -hmm. Like,
0: yeah, I I like them. I like them because I like that they are trying to be a commentary and a satire, but they also are still aware that they're making schlocky, like, bad movies. Yes. Yeah, I like that they're aware of both of those things. I respect them for that.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Truly, like, the messaging is so. Like, in your face in this movie. Yeah. I'm amazed characters aren't just turning to the camera and being like, huh? Racism, right? See? Do you see what we did here? And then just continue the film. Um, they
0: should do that. Yeah.
1: But I... Uh, so you saw
0: The Purge? Purge forever. Purge forever, because it's hot. Um, yeah. I'm
1: trying to think. I, I've been very busy, but it's like just like random... Meetups with people and hangouts and just like, uh, I guess, sowing my emotional oats of, mm-hmm. of being inside so long. Mm-hmm. I, I've literally Gross. planned four,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> <I> planned four <laughs> vacations in the next like two months. There you go. Yeah, well, going, going anywhere
0: gonna,
1: fun? Uh, I'm going to do a camping trip. There's this campsite in Malibu. Okay. So we're going to do a, camps- a camp out there. I'm going to do, I tried to do Yosemite, but it's completely full, so oh, okay. I'm going to look for another spot. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to do Vegas with a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going back to Colorado. My brother and his kids are going to be in town, so, so I haven't
0: so. so do people from there, they say Colorado or Rado?
1: They say Colorado, which I didn't realize was a thing.
0: Yeah, I say Colorado.
1: Everywhere else says Colorado. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't realize it was a thing until I moved out here. And then everyone is just like, why are you saying it weird? Aren't you from there? Yeah. And I think technically it's supposed to be pronounced Colorado. But yeah. We, a lot of people out there just say Colorado.
0: Yeah, because it's weird that you say California. That's yeah, weird. Did. Yeah. It is weird that you made that choice. I love California.
1: <laughs> it's delicious.
0: Have you ever tried rice California? Okay, <laughs> moving on. <laughs>
1: I'm, a, I'm a mashed
2: Californ- California
0: More of a mashed California <laughs> guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> like, California is like... It's like broccoli with all the flavor removed, right? Mm-hmm. Honestly, <laughs> all right.
1: though, I
2: started eating moshed. Mo- moshed. Yeah, no, I. No, 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 no. Moshed. I eating mean, yeah, yeah, I think that's oh, yeah. what you would say.
0: Not bad. So Hold on, let we, me check the rule book. Yeah, that is how you would pronounce that. That is
2: how you pronounce it, absolutely. Yeah. Great.
0: <laughs> we also had lunch this week. Was that this week or last week? That was this week, I believe. Yeah. When does the week start? Uh, I, Are you an Orthodox Jew is what I'm asking yes, you. Yes, <laughs> this, this is where the show's
1: finally been headed to after all these years.
0: Because it, depending on your answer, I may ask you to leave.
1: <laughs> all right, more after this, after
0: the break. <laughs> uh, yeah. So Zach had to leave. <laughs> I did, um, When does the week start for you? When does the Sabbath let you spend time with the Lord?
1: Technically, Sunday is the start of the week. Okay. But to me, Monday is the start of the week. Kay. Because I go based solely on work weeks. Okay. Uh, what, when does the week start for you?
0: To me, the week starts on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so here, so here's where I'm gray on that. So if, because I, d- I believe the week starts on Monday, but well, I'm sure that the end of the week, oh, that's, see, I don't, I know the week starts on Monday. I don't know where the week ends though. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Does the week end on Friday? Does it end on Saturday? Does it end on Sunday?
1: Well, for the record, it definitely doesn't end on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has to either end on Friday or Sunday to me.
0: Okay. Well, here's, here's... So, I think of the week in three structures. I think there's the beginning of the week. There's, like, the week, which is Monday through Friday. Then there's the weekend, which is Saturday and Sunday. And then there's next week, which starts mm-hmm. on the following Monday. Yeah. Right? Right?
1: Yes So that, that's I, how I think of
0: it Okay So, if, so if, if we're hanging out on a Saturday And you say to me See here's where it gets confusing Because if we're hanging out on a Saturday Which we are um, uh, There's a little Hollywood peek behind the curtain For you mm-hmm. all listening uh, if, if we're hanging out on a Saturday Which we are And, uh, and you're an uh, Orthodox Jewish person and but if we're hanging out on a Saturday, you're ortho- Orthodox Jewish person. Your name is Zachariah, not Zach. Mm-hmm. Um, y- it's and very you say, relatable. Yes, go on. <laughs> "If you say, hey, 'Hey, let's hang out next week,' my mind goes to not the Monday that's two days from now, but to the following Monday." Uh, see, e- Saturday, even though that betrays my own rule of when the week starts.
1: Yeah. See, Saturday. E- If I say on Saturday, for me, if I say on Saturday, let's hang out next week, I do mean the following Monday.
0: Like the Monday that's coming up.
1: Yes, but if I say it on Monday, then I mean seven days. So, like,
0: Mm. I mean at least
1: next Monday. Gotcha. But if I say it on Sunday... Yeah. Yeah. I could, like, literally, yeah, it's weird. I'm just putting this together in my mind.
2: (laughs) No, that's what we're here for. Come on, the gears are turning. Yes,
1: and this is going to change lives. (laughs) Uh, But if I say it on Sunday, I mean from this Monday on. But if I said on Saturday, if I say it on Monday, just one day more, I'm just like, no, no, another
0: week. So, I hear what you're saying. Okay, so let me revise my statement. I feel like the week ends on Saturday and begins on Sunday. But... Mm but though but sunday is still part of last week's weekend although the new week has started because if someone says if we're hanging out on a saturday and you say um even though the week has technically ended uh because the week is no longer like this past week is no longer with us rip mm-hmm. um if you say Your rest in power if you say what did you do this week i'm including the past 7 days right But if you said, hey, let's if it's all it's it's the same Saturday and you say, hey, let's hang out this week. My mind is like, well, we can't. The week's over. So we have to hang out next week. But if you were to say that same statement on a Sunday. So if you come back tomorrow, which you have an open invitation to do, if you were to come back tomorrow just to say this to me, if you came back tomorrow and said, hey, let's hang out this week, then I would think, oh, that means any time from today, which is Sunday through, you know, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Right, mm-hmm. but if you said that on the Saturday before, I would think you meant the seven days before, and I'd be like, "Well, sorry, Zach, we can't because this week's over," and I would hold you to that. We would not hang out. Okay, that's what I'm saying.
1: Yeah, I can see that. Okay, it's weird that our minds are now like completely segmented, segmented by like segmented, segmented.
0: That's uh, what I say when I beat people in chess. I say segment. Yeah, moshed California.
1: <laughs> uh, I but seg
0: and mate, seg my friend. And mate. <laughs>
1: <laughs> then you eat your Mosh
0: California. Yeah, they eat my Mosh California uh, yeah, in Colorado. In
1: Colorado. <laughs> it's getting worse now. It's Cali-rado.
0: It's Cali-rado. Cali-rado. I like that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm kind of a Cali Ratto guy. Yeah, Cali Ratto. I'm going to be that dude now. You sure? I'm yeah. going to be like, yeah, you know, I kind of go
0: to <laughs> two and different forth. states. Yeah. I'm kind
1: of a Cali Ratto guy. Oh, no,
0: what have we done?
1: And then people are just basing <laughs> me on the street. Yeah, exactly. Um, and
0: I deserve it. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, Zach, I had to fight that guy with my fist the other day. Because <laughs> yeah. he said Cali Ratto. <laughs> yeah, and he wasn't
1: joking. <laughs> you serious? I had to, to beat him up. I, <laughs> I'm sorry. There was simply no other way to do
0: it. Yeah, <laughs> I felt compelled. Um yeah, I think that was. I think we got through most of your week, right? I I don't know.
1: I don't know what happened, but it's over. I worked. I feel lot. like
0: we've done a lap around the universe and have made it back. Yeah, we're,
1: you know we did it. We did we it. We accomplished something. We
0: did it. Yeah. Um. All right. So we are twenty minutes in. Um. Do you need to use the bathroom or anything like that? Should we break or do you? Are you good? I think I'm good. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Zach's got a an ironclad bladder. It's um. That's true. good. It's
1: the opposite of that. <laughs> it's truly the smallest bladder. I'm constantly using the bladder. So
0: I am not a mind over matter person, except when it comes to bladder. I'm a mind over bladder person.
1: Really? <laughs> so do you feel like I, my, your
0: power of your mind will stop you? 1,000%. I don't think there's anything else in the universe or even on my body, frankly, that I can <laughs> control with my will, mm-hmm. but I think my bladder is the one thing that I can be like, no, now's not the time. Yeah. And it will listen to me.
1: That's wild. My yeah. bladder hates me and doesn't respect me. Because gotcha. I it will just, I will be in the middle of something, and just like, no, you pee now.
0: Yeah. So when you're old, it's just going to be free-flowing.
1: i was talking about now this with I'm my free,
0: friend. Now I'm free, free-flowing, mm-hmm. is what's going to play.
1: Well, I've always wanted to get into having a diaper on, so this will be great. When I'm yeah. in my
0: 80s... Now you have a non-sexual excuse to do it.
1: Yes, finally. <laughs> finally, America.
0: Uh, Julie, what is the what is the, what are the psychological implications of someone who has a desire to wear a diaper? It's, um, it's a fetish. It's a fetish. But what does a well, fetish like that. mean? Like, what is it? <laughs> we we know that. Trust <laughs> me. Yeah, okay. What is what does the desire come from? Do you think, in your professional opinion? Um, you know, it, it, I mean, it
2: depends. But oftentimes, some some level of early trauma. Early trauma. You know,
0: they swaddling clothes.
2: Mm-hmm. Or if, if, if they're you know, wanting to take care of someone who is wearing a diaper, that's kind of a and opposite situation. Yeah. Okay. It, it's, it's a, it really depends. It
0: depends, no pun intended. Mm,
1: because she said, it depends, and then gave us a big wink yeah. <laughs> a, a cartoonishly large wink <laughs> Yeah, and
0: then she pulled out a giant revolver, pulled the trigger, and it said bang on the flag <laughs> Yeah, was, yeah. Um, that's good insight, thank you for that um, Okay, so we've established you have a diaper fetish, we've, got, <laughs> we've gotten through your week Let us talk about what we are here to talk about, which is a wonderful little slice of, of Hollywood, the Hollywood experience, a little film called, what, okay, I'm confused, what is it called? Is it Fast and the Furious 9? How is it marketed? No, is it, it Fast 9? Is it F9? Is, it is
1: F9 <laughs> colon the Fast Saga.
0: That's a bad title. It's so
1: much worse for no reason. Call it Fast 9.
0: I didn't think it could get any worse than Fate of the Furious, but it it did with F9, the (laughs) colon, the Fast Saga.
1: Fate of the Furious at least felt like a close to clever try. F9 is like, well, cars, uh, F series and stuff. Yeah. And then somebody was like, oh, but they're not gonna understand that. It's like, well, just put a The Fast Saga in there and, as and, well.
0: And here's, what, here's why I think it's ultimately a bad title. It's not, the F9 thing, yes, is bad, but the adding the Cole in The Fast Saga makes it bad to me because if you were gonna include that, like, shouldn't it technically be the Toretto Saga? Do
1: people know Toretto's <laughs> Like, do they know his name is Toretto? It should be the Toretto's... Well, they should have decided on some naming convention. Right. But they're so deep into, let's do something new every time, mm-hmm. in a way that I would only describe as, like, sort of psychotic. Their, yeah. Their naming decisions are absolutely insane at this point.
0: If, if it hadn't already... I bet you... I bet you one of the names they kicked around before they realized it was already taken was F is for family.
1: I would love it if they called it F is for family. <laughs>
0: Because, like, they should totally have called it that. But yeah, because the name is very misleading because it is not, like, first of all, what does the Fast Saga even mean? That's first. And if, if you're going to add a subtitle to something and call it the blank whatever saga, like, the movie that that title is titling should be encompassing whatever that is. And this doesn't, this movie doesn't encapsulate the entire saga of this like of films that they're doing so what it's more so doing is now tapping into like sort of the saga of Dom Toretto as a character and his family and that whole origins thing they should have called it really what they should have called it is Fast and the Furious Origins Dom Mm -hmm. Toretto or or Jacob Toretto Mm -hmm. or the Toretto's yes which or Toretto's Pizza because that's a great pizza name for a pizza place. <laughs> Toronto's
1: Pizza is a great name for a pizza place. Yeah, right? Yeah. Um, I will say, though, the, the other thing that's stupid about having the Fast Saga is, <laughs> is that I think half of the movies don't have the word fast in the title. Right. Or, like, at least four of them don't.
0: So there's, okay, let's run them down. Let's run them down. Fa- the Fast and the furious, the furious, right? Yes. Too Fast, Too, too furious. furious, yes. Fast and the Furious, Tokyo Drift. Yes. What's the fourth one? Fast Fa- and Furious. Fast and Furious. Yes. The fifth one is Fast Five, six right? Fast five. And what's the sixth one?
1: Sixth
0: one is Oh man. Have we been stumped? Okay. Have Come we on. been stumped? Let's see. I'm I going to I'm going to Google is for this.
1: Furious Seven, right? Yes.
0: On. Six. Fast and Furious Six is called Fast and Furious Six.
1: Is it really?
0: Yeah. There's no... Oh, uh, okay. Fast and Furious 6. Yeah, there was no special title for that one. Okay, they, that they, got, they took a year off from... Uh... Mm-hmm. Fast and Furious 6. Who was that? Which well, one was that?
1: Fast and Furious 6 makes sense as a name. Yeah. And that's why it doesn't pan out. Like, that's why I don't remember It's because it actually,
0: like... It like sounds like a real movie. Seems like a real movie. <laughs> seems like part of the
1: same series of movies. But then they do... What is seven? The 7? Then
0: Furious 7... Fast Furious Furious Seven Furious Seven.
1: And then Fate of the Furious
0: Fate Which is Bonkers. mm -hmm. That's a crazy title for a movie that's about people who race cars. Fate. F eight of the Furious.
2: Yeah. And
1: if you watch that movie as well, they don't really establish like this is gonna determine the fate of the Furious. Right. It's just kind of another adventure. Yeah. It's not like there's big implications in that one. Yeah. Except for that. Vin Diesel fathered a child and then for sure just, like, didn't know it.
0: See, that movie is... It, that's probably my least favorite movie of the entire franchise. Interesting. Because it is one... the it's, I think it's the most ridiculous in terms of... I mean, maybe that's... I, I actually think it's more... The action in that movie is more ridiculous than even in this movie. Um, and I think it's ridiculous that they introduce... <laughs> so we've spent the last seven movies... Cementing the relationship between Dom and Letty, right? Mm -hmm. Why? I mean, I guess they kind of do that too. But which movie is that where Letty dies? Is that in seven?
1: Letty dies, I believe, in six. And then... Uh No, no, no. She dies in... Four uh-huh. and then comes back in six. Okay, because I remember the stinger for five, which I believe five is the by far the best movie in the series.
2: Yeah, but there's mm-hmm. a
1: stinger where Eva Mendez comes in and throws down a like a folder full of information, mm-hmm. and it's like Michelle Rodriguez's photos. She's like she's back, she's alive, mm-hmm. like as if these people know who she is.
0: <laughs> right. <laughs> so like it was weird that they created a. A child character for Dom that had nothing to do with Letty, and it was just, like, some random chick, and that chick just gets killed in the movie. Like, it just seems like they, they played the Letty card maybe too early in this franchise, because I feel like the kid should have had... Like, that should have been their kid, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and it's like, okay, so, Michelle Rodriguez's character's dead, and they hadn't, I think, gotten to that point where they just were like, anyone who's dead can be brought back for any reason at any mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Um, so... They they have him get into a relationship with a woman who's like the rock's former partner, and like okay fine, but they they're so unwilling to just have a mildly complicated emotional relationship where like the mother's still in the relationship. Yeah, and they just shoot her in the head. Yeah.
0: <laughs> they're like mm. man, we're done with this character. What should we do with her? I don't know. Shoot her in the head. <laughs> yeah, and
1: then you know Michelle Rodriguez can be the mom. Yeah, fine. Yeah, wash our hands of that one. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and he just doesn't really seem to care. Really, it's just ah, it was handled really poorly. No, yeah. But um, okay. So this movie is F nine the fury the the fast saga. Yep. It's weird that they didn't call it the Fast and Furious saga. Like, why? That's much more. It's not more accurate, but at least it sounds like a thing. You know yeah. what I mean? The Fast Saga. That sounds terrible. But anyway, so this movie. So before we get into like specifics of the plot. Uh, what was your sort of um, overall kind of reactions to the movie, and then like, how does this rank amongst the uh, the entire franchise for you?
1: I watched this movie. I I, I love this franchise. Mm-hmm. Um on, i i I would say unironically, but a lot of it is based on irony. <laughs> yeah. But I went in very excited to see this movie. Mm-hmm. There were many moments during watching this film where I was watching it with a couple friends, and I literally just shook my head like, Ugh. or I just put my head, face in my hands. Yep. This is probably my least favorite of this franchise, mm-hmm. truly. Yeah. Because they pretty immediately establish that there are no stakes in this movie. Yes. And that anything can happen, and nothing will ever hurt <laughs> them. And like usually, when you do that you, like, undercut the joke. So, like, Tyrese has a joke in this movie, and he goes, "Uh, we're basically invincible. You know, know, nothing can harm us. And then he's just objectively right. (laughs) Like, there's a part where he's being chased by, like, 13 soldiers. Mm -hmm. He grabs a gun, waves it around for a second, and kills all 13 of those soldiers... And then they're
0: just like, yeah, that happens. <laughs> yeah, to me, that's a real missed opportunity because if you are going to hang a lantern on the idea that, like, hey, we're all invincible because we're in a movie, essentially is a the joke they're making. There is a way to do that, and all you have to do to get away with doing that is to subver- either subvert that in some way in the movie uh, or pay off that joke in some way, and they never do either of those. Mm-hmm. And And you can really easily... Do both of those in one fell swoop all you have to do is have tyrese get shot at some point and have to deal with the ramifications of it and you can do it in a very comedic way like you can maybe they they go through all of this and nobody's hurt by anything and he's in a hole where he's getting shot at by 15 different guys and he manages to shoot all of them and they, they survive their trip to space and all of that and then maybe he like i don't know in some very mundane way gets hurt you know what i mean and then yeah. it's like, oh, so we're not invincible, we're just, like, extremely lucky, and we... So we now reestablish that these people are human. They just don't bother to do any of that. They're just like, no, they're invincible, we'll just, just have it be that.
1: Truly, <laughs> it, is, it is, like, such a, like, easy dunk. Yeah. And they missed it completely. Yeah. Like, literally, there's a scene at the end of the movie, as there's a scene at most of these movies, where they grill... Which, mm-hmm. side note, as far as I can tell, Vin Diesel's interpretation of what family means is just people you grill food with. Like, barbecues are, like, 100%. It's barbecues and adventures. Yeah. That's it. That's all family is to him. Um,
0: Wearing white linen to a family barbecue. Uh-huh,
1: which, you know he's, like, gotten barbecue sauce on a bunch of these shirts. He has a bunch of ruined white tank tops yeah. that he just can't wear anymore. He's
0: barbecuing all this food, and there's, like... He's perfectly immaculate and is all white. There's no like smoke or anything from the grill. It's Mm -hmm. just No, he's just perfect. Yeah. But you (laughs) get the
1: end of that grill the grilling scene. And and Tyrese like chokes on food or something, <laughs> yeah. and they have to like give him the Heimlich. Yeah. There you go. You go like, see, we're not invincible. And you're like, yeah. oh, okay, at least you paid off the yeah. joke. Or he they like didn't do you know. anything.
0: <laughs> or he gets a sore neck from a fender bender that he has on the way to the party. Mm-hmm. Like all this crazy driving they do in the whole movie, and then like somebody runs a red light on their way to the barbecue. Yeah. Like that. To me, like these are like yeah, like you said, they're slam dunks. Yeah. Like he just just dunk them in. Yeah. But they're just not concerned with that at all at this point. They're just. No, they're superheroes, and that's what they're going to be. <laughs>
1: yes. there There is a real turn in this franchise when it's clear Vin Diesel has too much power. Mm-hmm. Like, when this thing took off the second time, mm-hmm. he gets too powerful. Like, mm-hmm. the opening of Fast 8 is one of my favorite uh, stupid openings of a movie I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Because literally every... Child in Cuba runs out to be like Vin Diesel, you're the best human being on the planet. They're all cheering for yeah. him and like he's incredible. He has no flaws as a human being, mm-hmm. except for maybe he loves too much.
0: <laughs> he loves his family way too much.
1: And which by the way, he keeps talking about how much he loves family. Everything's about family. Other family. Yeah. Family. But like you don't have a phone and, <laughs> and you start fast nine. He does not have a phone and he does not communicate with the people that he quote unquote. At means. all. When they drove up to see him, he pulls a shotgun to kill them.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he loves his family so much, he only sees them once a year when they save the world and have a barbecue. (laughs) A hundred percent, yep.
1: I love you guys so much, I do not want to spend time with you. (laughs) Truly at all.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. I think what Vin Diesel doesn't understand, because at this point, I mean, I'm sure he's got a lot of say in what happens in these movies. I think the fundamental thing that he doesn't understand is you can have the role of the super tough guy who saves the day and for some reason, you know, the military, the whoever should be handling this, but it has to fall on this guy's plate because he's just the toughest, most honest guy in the world. You can make those movies. The problem is, like, your main character cannot be, also be, like, he can't also have superpowers. Like, mm-hmm. So here, here's my issue with the movie. is like, the character of Dom Toretto is supposed to be like, man, I don't know why the fate of the world keeps falling in your lap, but thank God it does because you're super tough and you don't, and you are super um, earnest and you care. Like, Because that's basically every Tom Cruise movie, you know what I mean? Or like every Bruce Willis movie, it's every The Rock movie. But then you also cannot be like... Like, once the everyone around Dom Toretto's character stops, like, once they also buy into he's the greatest guy, well, then there's nothing interesting about the character anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, the world around him has to be like, man, you're totally in over your head. Like, you can't solve this. You're just, a, you're just a mechanic who drives cars fast, and he's like, I'll show you. That's what makes them charming as characters. But once everyone in the world's like... You kidding me? That's Dom Doretto. He's he's a super spy. And then it's, like, not interesting anymore because Vin Diesel is not that guy. He's just the guy who wears tank tops. Like, he's not. Truly,
1: this movie franchise started, he was ripping off DVDs from trucks. Mm -hmm. And by the ninth one, he is the greatest secret agent who has ever lived and has no flaws. And so it's like, I don't care what happens to his character because yeah. it's going to be perfect mm-hmm. like even when they try to portray like some something bad happening like like how he so John Cena is his brother mm-hmm. and Jacob. he disowns his brother because he thinks his brother killed their father mm-hmm. even that he he's played it. as was just like, oh, I just love my dad too much. I'm just too good a guy, and that's why I had to yeah. throw out your brother. Which in hindsight, Heim- which I don't think they did, meant to do this intentionally, but they actually do make Vin Diesel look really bad in this movie. Yeah,
0: he 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 looks really awful in this movie as a character. As a character, yeah. Because
1: when you look back on what happens, he abandons his brother without even talking to him to find out what happened.
0: Yeah that's true because if there's one thing we know about Vin Diesel especially in the earlier movies like if there's one thing he's going to have is a conversation about family mm-hmm. so like that's the first thing that would would have happened you know what i mean like what i think they could have done if the movie had been willing to take a little bit more risk is like have vin diesel be different when he was a kid like Mm -hmm. maybe he wasn't always super earnest and super about family like maybe he was a hot shot like kind of hothead and and maybe that version of Vin Diesel would have told his brother to kick rocks if he thought he killed his dad and but no they're so wrapped I'm sure this is you know even if that was pitched Vin Diesel would be like no i've always been about family yeah you know what i mean and then it's like well what do we what do we do here then Vin? yeah truly this character is
1: locked into his personality at 12 years old and has not changed his outfits or it since so they kept cutting back and like this is they kept cutting back to him as a teenager and again this is clear vin diesel has too much power over this franchise. Because teenage Vin Diesel is a solid foot and a half taller than teenage John Cena.
0: Who, adult John Cena, is seemingly much taller than Vin Diesel is.
1: So apparently in his early 20s, he grew a literal foot. When he became a spy, he grew a foot and then like a foot wider as well.
0: how will people know he's my younger brother if he's not shorter than me yeah he's
1: got to be shorter than me also uh i noticed this while i was watching the movie and i confirmed it later so there's a scene where he's standing on a racetrack with his son and vin diesel it's a long shot but they forgot to put him in regular shoes again Hmm. so he's wearing his lifted shoes (laughs) so he has like two-inch heels on these boots, and there's more padding inside of the boots, yeah. but you can see how padded they are, Yeah. But when I went to see the Forever Purge, uh-huh. if you go to the City Purge Walk, Forever. Uh, it's, yes, the Purge Forever, <laughs> pardon me, When um, you go to uh, City Walk, uh-huh. they will put up costumes from movies, uh-huh. and they had Vin Diesel's outfit, and I saw the shoes, <laughs> I took photographs of these shoes. And they are for sure like two inch heels. And I was like, no, you're supposed to put the fake shoes in there. You know what I mean? Like, so I can't see. He obviously he showed you is the secrets. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I'm like, if Vin Diesel found out, he'd be
0: so mad. And isn't there a throwaway joke? I don't even know if it's a joke, but there's like a throwaway line that um, I think it's Charlize Theron has where she like calls out that. Uh, Uh, John Cena may not actually be Vin Diesel's brother she's like yeah the Toretto she's like I didn't know they had like Nordic chins or whatever do you remember that line but they never bring that back at all nope it's just kind of like she says that and then he's like you don't know what you're talking about and then they just keep going (laughs) I'm just like that's pretty important (laughs) yeah they're saving that for next movie I'm sure (laughs) truly well because
1: what it'll be is like uh, you know, Vin Diesel has a different mom than John Cena, yep. and they're both played by Academy Award winning actresses <laughs> who are just like, yeah. You think they
0: get Meryl million. Streep to play uh, to play one of their moms? Probably Dom, probably uh, Jacob's mom. Yeah. Because I don't think Meryl Streep has ever played like a villain villain in a movie. Has she? Um, You're a Meryl Streep fan,
1: right? I'm a big, I'm a Streep head. Check out my. Uh,
0: I think they call you guys Streeple, right?
1: Yes. If you check out my podcast, walking down the street, we analyze all of her films. Um, I'm trying because I don't
0: know if she's ever played like a big, broad, like villain character. You know?
1: No, she's been sort of like a like a subtle, nuanced villain. Yeah. Uh, you know because she's an incredible actor and she uh, yeah. is able to do nuance. But I don't think she's ever done, like, a...
0: She's like kind a of Glenn the villain Close in Cruella Julia and Julia. Is she? I don't know. Because <laughs> yeah, I never saw it. <laughs> I mean, she kind of is. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think they would get someone like that. Like, that tier of actress. They have Helen Mirren, for God's sake, doing the worst Cockney accent I've ever heard. It's so bad.
1: <laughs> it's like, I know you're good at acting. What is happening
0: she'll, here? And she'll go in and out of it, too, which you could tell they had her, like... Because, I mean, she's in, like, maybe five minutes in the movie, but there's, like, a lot of, like, not stunt work necessarily because they're in a car, but I feel like they had her for a while. Like, maybe they had her for, like, two weeks. Mm-hmm. Because she goes in and out of that accent in between takes so bad. Like, when she first runs into him, she's like, Dom Toretto, what are you doing here? And then mm-hmm. they get in the car, she's like, so there's this device called the Ares, and you need to... I'm like, those are two very different accents, mm-hmm. and no one's talking about this. <laughs> yeah like she's trying to do the um what's his name the jason statham and i'm like it's just not working it doesn't work
1: because well the other thing is it's clear you know if you put hell mirror in a movie and she has to do a cockney accent she would like do the work to get it down but if you put her in the fast and furious saga (laughs) and say can you
0: be here tuesday (laughs) yeah she's just
1: like i'm gonna roll up and do whatever and then bounce because i don't care yeah
0: (laughs) So I do feel like they're going to get, like, a big Academy Award winning actress to play one, like, because we haven't seen the Toretto mother yet. No. Um, So I think that you could get two actresses. You can get whoever you want. Maybe they get, like, a, um, maybe they get, like, a. Like a Catherine Zeta-Jones to be like the like Dom's mom, and then they maybe they get like a I don't know, is she old enough yet? I don't think she's old enough.
1: I think that would be very weird to see her
0: playing. No, that's Dom's true. Mom. Who who's because an actress that could be Dom Toretto's mom that is of an appropriate age for that timeline to work out?
1: She's not success. She's not famous enough, but you should toss a Rita Moreno in there. Who's that? She uh, she was in West Side Story. Okay, um, and I would just love to see like this this woman like. Sing and dance her way into the best <laughs> You
0: could like, do a lesser famous actress if you put the money into the 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 whoever Jacob's mother is. Like if you yeah. got a Meryl Streep to play Jacob's mother, maybe you could do a lesser known actress for the Toretto mom.
1: Yeah, I'm wondering
0: because the Toretto dad wasn't a huge name actor. You no. know what I mean? He was just a character actor guy. But he was just a guy. Yeah, yeah. he's just some guy who you know drives cars. <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm trying to think who would they put in. Hmm. I have to think about that.
0: What about like a, uh, because it has to be someone, because whoever is the Toretto mom, it's got to be someone that is like super likable. Because I think the Toretto mom in mythology is, in like the mythology of the story, she's probably not alive, right?
1: I think she's dead, but also this franchise exists in a world where if we didn't Mm -hmm. say it, it's an option. So like, if they didn't explicitly say mom's dead. Yeah. Then it, you know—is
0: Monica Bellucci old enough? I don't think so, because Vin Diesel's like fifty-four. Well, how old is Dom Toretto, though?
1: He has to be pretty old because they go to that cut back <laughs> or the or the flashback, rather. Than me, yeah. And it's like nineteen eighty something,
0: and he's like, and he's, he's like by 20, 20, right? 20. yeah. So, so then he's, he's pretty old. So then he's he's fifty. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I was amazed they didn't lie about his age. I really thought I was like, you took some restraint there because I could see Ben Diesel being like, no, no, no. Let's see Dom's (laughs) twenty-six.
0: Let's see. Let's see Monica Bellucci's age because you could do a thing where maybe she was young at the time when she had him, and that's why she was like, I just couldn't bear raising a child so young, and your father was such a hothead. Let's see how old she is, and she's Italian, which goes a long way. To fulfilling a Toretto role, yeah. Um, she's born in 1964. How old is that? That's pretty well, old.
1: She would be. By the way, for the record, to have Vin Diesel, she would have done it at three years old. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, to have actual real life Vin Diesel <laughs> he's born sixty-seven. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, um, how old are you? In if you were born in 1964? If you're
1: born in 64, so he's uh, forty-three. So, so she's fifty-seven. Fifty-seven. Yeah.
0: Yeah, they're like the same age. <laughs> I yeah, don't think that, it would
1: work. <laughs> that is a tough sell. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like it's like because Hollywood does that all the time. There's they the, do. A the movie where uh, Johnny Depp's mom is played by an actress who's three years younger than him.
0: That's very funny. Yeah, or even uh, in the Spiral, the new Saw movie from the Book of Saw, I starring Chris saw. Rock. Samuel Jackson plays Chris Rock's father, and they're only like maybe fifteen years apart. Like, I mean, which is really, like,
1: I thought Samuel Jackson's super old. Like he's, no, he's old. like,
0: no, I think he's in yeah. his, but Chris Rock is older than you think, though, too, yeah, is, that's, is that's sort true. of the point. See, uh, like Chris
1: Rock aged incredibly well.
0: Yeah, he did. Samuel Jackson is, he's probably in it, probably just turned, he's 72. Okay, maybe. Chris Rock is 50 something for sure. He's 56.
1: So he would have been 16. Okay, you're so right. I guess it's
0: that's not, old enough, but it's, like, realistically... Yeah, if you're, also,
1: if you're having a kid at 16, you're also not becoming, like, the chief of police, necessarily. That's you're, true. like, working a lot of jobs just to, like, take care of your that's kid true. for a while.
0: Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, man, we'll have to think of an actress. Maybe we'll do that, and we'll circle back.
1: Yeah. <laughs> we'll, it'll ruminate in the back of our minds. But I like this movie. It exists in a world where... Vin Diesel's character, Don Toretto, Uh has a secret, long-lost brother who we never reference, we never know, but I just feel like it's that thing where if you watch any flashback from any previous movie, like if the camera pans slightly to the left, in my mind, John Cena (laughs) character is just standing there being like, hi! (laughs) He's
0: been there the whole time? (laughs) He's
1: just been hanging out the whole (laughs) time in any flashback you see.
0: It's crazy that... Okay, so so help me understand this, because... I guess we're meant to believe that the implication is Jacob's whole life that he's been living has been a weird reaction to everything else Vin Diesel has done. Yes. So, but it... Part of what makes... Or part of the original selling point of what these movies are is that Vin Diesel has been living a life that has been completely unexpected. Like, he's just been you know, found himself in these crazy scenarios. Like he's gone, you know, he was just this race car driver who started stealing DVDs and all of a sudden he's helping out the FBI because there's it's like a point break situation. And then, all right, you helped us with that, now help us with this, and then and now, now you're helping us with this. Now we need you to save the world and we need to save he this to save we need you to save the world three more times. So like has Jacob just been like so did Jacob also start out by like stealing DVDs and then was like well, they asked Vin Diesel to help with the FBI, so I got to do that now. Mm-hmm. Like, and if that is the case, how do you go about setting up that career for yourself? Because I personally am interested. <laughs> yes, because it is
1: such an escalation on Vin Diesel's part. The idea that it happened to two Toretto's is absurd. This guy started by like, and so one weird.
0: guy made the opportunities for himself. If <laughs> we're to believe it, <laughs>
1: yes, he was just like I worked my way up from stealing. I saw my brother stealing DVD players, so I started stealing Blu-ray players.
0: The, oh, dude, the craziest line in this movie is when, uh, with zero, it's not tongue in cheek at all. With all earnesty, uh, earnesty is that a word? Ernest-y. Earnestness.
1: Earnest. Earnesty. Uh, earnesty. I think, I mean I think I, I, Let's go with earnesty. <laughs>
0: I think I meant Ernest Goes to Jail is what well, yes, I was mean. Yes, okay. Um, <laughs> no,
1: no, wait. Uh, Ernest.
0: Uh, just pick.
1: I don't remember. Ernest oh. Goes to
0: Camp is one of them.
1: Yeah, Ernest Goes to Camp. I was thinking the Halloween. Uh, scared, Ernest Scared Straight.
0: Yeah, maybe yeah. that's what it's called. Um, but anyway, John Cena goes, Yeah, you know, the cars and stuff, that's your world. The spycraft stuff, it's my world. <laughs> yeah. I'm like.
1: Yeah, and also for the record, I it's also been Diesel's world. It's been his world for like 10 years yeah. now too.
0: It's also weird that they're positing a world in which like being this kind of reckless, like shadow figure, not working for any specific government kind of super spy person is just something you can do. Like it's yeah. just this <laughs> is my world. I'm the, you know, they can, talk about it like it's the world of plumbing or something.
1: Yeah, because in so basically, Vin Diesel kicks him out of town. And yeah, he just is in like a, a you know a car and just driving. He has nothing to his name. He mm-hmm. just gets on the road and then eventually becomes a spy. Nine times out of ten, that kid's just like unhoused for the rest of his life. (laughs) Yeah. Like, that should be about, like...
0: Statistically, that kid ends up in prison. Exactly.
1: (laughs) The movie should have been about Vin Diesel stepping over a guy sleeping on the street and it happens to be his brother. Like, how did he get to super
0: spot? Right. Here's, Here's what I think. I think... I think this movie should have been a Jacob Toretto origin story, mm-hmm. um, completely separate from the main franchise of these movies. And this movie should have just been, you know, um, the Fast Saga presents Jacob Toretto or whatever. And it's his life story. It's, it starts with sort of the the events on the track or whatever and then we follow him and then there probably are plans to make that movie mm-hmm. but like we follow him and we see maybe he does end up in like a juvenile center and ends up going to jail but then he gets out and turns his life around and goes to the military and becomes a cop and and does all the you know the you know the the action movie tropes of a guy who becomes a spy and we see that movie and we see him sort of dealing with being in Dom shadow and he we keep seeing the news reports of Dom being involved in all this crazy stuff and he's like Well, if he's making an impact on the world, I want to be making an impact on the world. And just seeing that story play out. And then by the time we get to a movie like this one, we now care a little bit more about their relationship. Because right now, John Cena is just some guy who, like, because even in the flashbacks, and this is how you know Vin Diesel is obsessed with himself, because even in the flashbacks that are meant to set up why we should care about John Cena, they're all about Dom Toretto. 100%.
1: And they're all about what a great guy he is and how he has no flaws. Even it, He has zero things re- even remotely like a flaw. Yeah. he like He's, like, so restrained with the guy who killed his father yeah. until, like, he has to defend himself, basically. Like yeah. He has to stand up for He just loves... Vin Diesel loves himself. Yeah.
0: He, he's so in love with himself.
1: Can we just, like, quickly talk about how... I think he
0: would clone himself and fall in love with himself. Oh. If there's anyone who would, <laughs> it'd be Vin Diesel. <laughs> that would be...
1: I mean, that's... That's family.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> F is for family.
1: There, there is a scene where Vin Diesel is taking on thirty-six guards as the, the rest of the team escapes, um, and he is just super that, hulking. Uh, <laughs> He's just ripping them, like throwing them off of the. You know,
0: like is this the most violent Fast and the Furious movie? It, it is by far, right.
1: It is the most I think more explicitly violent yeah. because they're like they kill a lot of people in these movies, and he, and, but they and, don't like cut to it.
0: Yeah, and that particular scene, he murders several people. Like Straight every up. person that he just throws over that ledge is dead. Yeah, well,
1: <laughs> and I love it too because it gets—he's throwing people over these ledges, and then eventually he falls down the same water and, thing, and he's, fine. and he's fine. He just literally doesn't even have a bruise.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and he just wakes up later in a, in a room somewhere. Oh, what happened? It's like,
1: no, wow. <laughs> Well, he also has a, like, when he gets, like, knocked unconscious, yeah. he has, like, a fantasy thing where he's, like, seeing his oh, whole life right. or, like, yeah. a dream and all that stuff. And, like, it's real Vin Diesel. And normally you'd have an actor, like, react to the things that are happening. Mm-hmm. But he's just sort of stoically staring at all of the events he's watching. And yeah. I'm like, well feel something right like an actor would right <laughs> you know you're not telling me <laughs> anything with your face
0: yeah like yeah i think this movie in particular like i i was kind of it was a little bit off-putting for me how violent the characters were being because they're typically not like they do what they need to do to get the job done and to survive but they typically try not to hurt people like they typically mm-hmm. from these movies they're they're portrayed as people who are willing to protect others but like if if they can do it without killing someone that like that's their their go-to and anytime they do kill someone it's it's like on accident or by the fault of the person who died you know what Mm -hmm. i mean it's never like now just break that guy's neck throw him over the (laughs) you know over the handrail it's fine you know what i mean like but this movie like from the tyrese thing where he like shoots all those guys with a machine gun like i think that may have been the first time in a fast and the furious movie that I can remember that one of the main good guy characters just kills people with a machine gun. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't mm-hmm. think I've ever seen that before. And and I, I was like, think, oh, this is different. <laughs>
1: I don't think those guys were like criminals.
0: I think no, they, they were, were the military. soldiers yeah. in
1: that country. Yeah, they were just doing their job. <laughs> yeah,
0: and They were protecting just, their borders. <laughs> exactly.
1: And he's just like, nah, get them all down. <laughs> get them all down.
0: Yeah, and then the, the the Vin Diesel scene in that like like well thing was like just super brutal. I was like, this is this is violent. Mm-hmm. This is a violent. And, and what makes it worse is that if the, if the movie is going to escalate in that way and we're going to have to start actually seeing some of this violence because that's the direction we're going to go, great. Let's see the characters deal with that, though, now. Like, they never deal with it, though. They're just like, man, I had to kill 15 guys. That was nuts. There's no all no right, moving on. There's no emotional
1: fallout from literally anything they do. <laughs> Nothing. Like, no no one is traumatized by the, the series of near-death experiences. Mm-hmm. Nobody's bothered by killing all these people. They're like... Yeah. Throwing cars using magnets at something, or at this big vehicle, and you're like, not all of those cars had were just parked. Somebody yeah. people sit in their parked car all the time. That's actually there was probably a guy doing therapy in his car, and then his car got <laughs> thrown at another car.
0: Exactly, because he just just got done hang out with Carl Tart. He was also and... <laughs> hanging out with Carl Tart, pool, notoriously bad pool player. Yeah, exactly. Um... And see, th- this is what it sucks that these movies aren't better because they had a, they if if these movies wanted to be about cuz they you have so many opportunities to make these movies about something. Like if you wanted to make these movies about, you know, a commentary on collateral damage and traditional like sort of power structures don't account for collateral damage. You can have that be a thing that these characters are fighting for like the reason, because right now there's no reason why any of these characters have to do these missions. Like, why wouldn't any of these missions just be carried out by the military? Especially this, this one. Especially this movie. It doesn't require them at all. Nope. Um, I think that would be a cool opportunity to be like, well, th- maybe these characters take it as a personal, like, maybe they are never asked to do these missions, but they stumble across them, and they feel compelled to do them because, like, we care about not hurting people. So, like, maybe, like, if we do it, then there's not going to be a bunch of collateral damage. We can get in and get out because we're not working for... But none of that is ever explored. It's nope. just like, nah, we're here because we're us, and we're just going to do what it takes, then we're going to kill a bunch of people. It's yeah. just
1: like... Kurt Russell sent me an email, so i got to kill as many people Mr. as i gotta Nobody. got to Okay, speaking of which, so Mr. Nuba, nobody is, I think, a great character that they basically just don't do anything with Mm -hmm. but he emails them being like hey i need you to save the world because you guys are good at it Mm -hmm. and they get long story short it brings them back to han you find out han was working for mr nobody i don't know when or how or what they're just like retroactively changing the story of this movie Mm -hmm. and they bring back han mr nobody is like oh uh one of his greatest tricks was convincing the world i was dead Mm-hmm. And then they offer no real explanation as to why Han is back. Yeah. And it is the most frustrating part of this movie. <laughs> like the whole time, I was like, that was the one thing you had to nail. And yeah. they were like, no, no, he wasn't in the car, I guess. No explanation as to why or what happened. You're just <laughs> sitting there. I'm as an audience member supposed to be like, okay, he just wasn't in the car. i shoveled shovel down popcorn. I'll eat my slop.
0: <laughs> yeah. It, it just doesn't make sense uh, at all. Um, yeah, I think, I feel. I don't know when this movie shot, um, I don't know how long they were sitting on it, I don't know if, the, if like, COVID became an issue for this movie, and maybe that's why it feels a little bit more, like, lacking, like, maybe there was other things that they wanted to do, but COVID restrictions kind of kept them from...
1: I know it affected the shoot. Yeah, okay. I remember okay. reading an article about
0: it. Yeah. Because I to this. Yeah, because this movie just feels like maybe they had some good ideas, but then... Maybe COVID happened, and then they were like, ah, we just got to kind of actually just play it a little bit more by the numbers because we can't do a lot of the stuff we wanted to do. Um, which is unfortunate, but I do feel like this movie is kind of a placeholder movie. Like, it just feels like nothing new happens. It's essentially the same plot as the last one. It's yeah. like, uh, yeah, nothing new kind of happens in it, and it just feels like a kind of like a placeholder kind of... Let's have the characters do something, because we got to put out a Fast and the Furious movie every year, so... Yeah. Let's just have them do something, and then we'll get to the better ones if we 10 and 11 or whatever.
1: It does feel as if this was just Vin Diesel's excuse to replace The Rock because yeah. they hate each other. Yeah. And he's like, well, I'll get John Cena in there. Right. And, it's just, and John Cena joins the crew at the end of the movie, and it is the thinnest, most nonsensical explanation of yeah. him joining the crew. Yeah. It is literally like he gets betrayed, and then he joins the crew. It's like, yeah, but like four minutes ago, you were going to kill all of them. Mm-hmm. Every single one of those people. You're not like you didn't change. <laughs> you just got betrayed. Yeah,
0: he's yeah. I yeah. That's very funny. He's all of a sudden a good guy at the end. I think I think you're on to something with the John Cena thing because th- this movie it makes so much more sense now. I think whatever they do for the next movie, they may have wanted to do for this movie. But mm-hmm. when the tension between Vin Diesel and The Rock became public, and it, at that point you kind of have to replace The Rock. I think they were like, well okay, all the stuff we wanted to do in this movie with The Rock, we'll do with John Cena, but now we need to have a movie where we introduce John Cena so that when we get to that stuff we were going to do with The Rock, it makes sense now that it's with John Cena. Yeah, I could see that being, and then that's why this movie kind of feels more like a placeholder. They're yeah. like, well, let's just, I don't know, let's just figure out something for them to do, which I, yeah, I get, but yeah, it's just it is so bad. Yeah. I, I But that being said, I'm excited to see what they do with the next movie given now that John Cena is, you know, in that like I'm a good guy now territory with them cuz I think they could do potentially do some cool stuff. I don't know what's going to top them going to space, but
1: that's the thing that one of the big things that I was left with this movie is like I think like I'm worried about the next one because they they keep feeling like we need to escalate this. Right. But the escalations like this movie finally got to the point where I was like, this is absurd. That that's grounded in nothing. I don't. I'm not concerned for even a second anyone's going to be remotely hurt. They kept escalating it to the point where like there there's like by Fast Eleven, it's going to be like Dom Toretto being like i got to take down God. God's gotten too powerful, and i got to take him down. And you're like, what? What are you talking about? Why do you keep escalating this? You can't
0: get to heaven. You Not in a Dodge Charger. <laughs> I know a guy. Yeah, I know a
1: guy who knows how to get to heaven. And then they cut to it, and it is like, it's, it's, some it's rapper. Tom Hanks. Yeah. <laughs> it's Tom Hanks. And the Migos, for some yeah. reason, they're yeah. all there. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we can get you to heaven.
0: They clearly—they're like for, mechanics. Truly, they clearly shot for
1: four hours that day.
0: They didn't even change clothes. Nope. They just like put gloves on them. Oh yeah. man, that's funny. What do you? So, I think. So here's 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 what I think about the next movie. I think they have a real opportunity to like. Make a actually a really good movie, and also a movie that will please a lot of the fans, and they won't have to escalate with a bunch of crazy nonsense action. I think they have a real good opportunity with the next one. To um, what I would do, I do this often on the show, is I will pitch better versions of sequels or like better versions of movies. For this next Fast and Furious ten, what I would do if they were like Asan, we listen to your podcast, we think you have a great mind for movies. We want you to come direct this multi-million dollar franchise, this billion dollar franchise at this point. Um, What are you going to do for Fast and Furious 10? Here's what I would do. I would jump ahead in time, like 10 years, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And I would have, you know, they've been doing missions for uh, whatever, Mr. Nobody and kind of like that. Like some of them, Dom's been kind of retired, just like raising his kid. John Cena's been doing missions and stuff like that. They have, like, a good relationship now, whatever, blah, 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 blah. Um, And I would make the movie about Dom's son, Brian, which is weird that he's called Brian because Paul Walker's character is still alive in this universe. Mm -hmm. That's very weird. But um, uh, his son, Brian, is now a teenager and he's getting into street racing. And Dom is, like... And you just make a Fast and Furious movie that is a return to form for the first movie where it's basically, it's just a family drama about dom not wanting his son to get into racing but he also knows that racing made him who he is and he sees him getting into you know falling in with the wrong people and just make a family drama about dom trying to raise his kid and all the influences from the outside world and he really looks up to his uncle jacob because his uncle jacob is out here saving the world and dom's like look i did all that it's not worth it you lose people you lose friends and most importantly you lose family doing that you know what i mean that Mm -hmm. type of stuff and you just make a quiet it's funny quiet but not quiet but you make a small family drama with street racing in it and then you know maybe you have him fall into the wrong crowd and he gets abducted by some gang of you know whatever street racers and stuff like that and then dom has to like whatever whatever it is somebody gets kidnapped by somebody and they have to race for it or something you know what i mean but it's more like the movie is about sort of dom being a father and like you know trying to raise his kid and like trying to make sure his son doesn't make the same mistakes that ended up you know him losing having him lose family and stuff like that and blah 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 and you can have and i would probably have uh what's his name paul walker's character die like off screen like and you can have vin diesel deal with like the weight of that in a, in a way that honors paul walker and his contributions to the movie but that doesn't feel like ham-fisted or forced. And you can have that be a dramatic touch point for, like, why Dom doesn't want his son getting involved in all of this. Because it's like, it takes lives. You know what I mean? And I don't want you to deal with that. Like, you know, I did what I have to to, like, I did what I had to because I felt like I had to, but I'm giving you the opportunity to not have to do this. And and actually have it make a movie. You know what I mean? That doesn't have to go to space to, like, be enjoyable. And I think fans of the franchise would love that return to form of, like, Let's get back into some, you know, drag racing with NAS and shots of inside a, a car engine and that kind of stuff. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. rather than Tyrese jokes and machine guns and nuclear warheads and stuff. You yeah. know, I don't know. That's my pitch.
1: That's great. I love that. That Thanks. sounds really grounded and yeah. great. Grounded a great Alternate word. pitch. Yeah,
0: let's okay. see. Okay, let's hear. It. So
1: Chris Hemsworth plays a artificial intelligence scientist. I like it. And he creates an artificial intelligence that will destroy the whole world, and the only way to stop it is to drive cars. So they drive cars around different beautiful locations, fancy cars that are all tricked out, and somehow they are there by the time they've already arrived at the country they just got to. Now they also realize the only way to stop this, artili- this artificial intelligence is they gotta drive to the sun, baby. <laughs> they gotta go out to the sun, and they gotta take this thing out. So the final action set piece (laughs) is them driving around the sun, firing rockets at artificial intelligence.
0: (laughs) And you forgot the part where... Chris Hemsworth realizes the error of his ways because he's betrayed by his partner. Yes. And then he helps them out and then becomes a good guy. He
2: does join the team,
1: yeah. (laughs) And even though he is a nerdy scientist, he's also an incredible martial artist, and he is an expert on all weapons.
0: Yeah, he's the most ripped guy you've ever seen. He's just like,
1: I'm sorry. Well, how am I supposed to do it? I'm just a nid. And then he takes off and he's so jacked.
0: And (laughs) weirdly, he's shorter than Vin Diesel in this movie. Yes, they
1: cut to every Vin Diesel is 30 feet tall than everyone else in the movie. But only
0: in flashback. <laughs> only in flashback. In reality, Chris Hemsworth is like 6'5", and he's towering over Vin Diesel. Yes. But Vin Diesel's like, remember that time when I came to Australia with my dad and we met? And he yeah. cut to the flashback, and Vin Diesel is 6'8". Yes. And when they do the reverse shot, the shot reverse with
2: Vin Diesel and
1: Chris Hemsworth, they do... Chris Hemsworth's like eyeline is shooting way
2: up. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like a little
1: kid looking
0: at yeah, an adult man. Totally.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's my pitch.
0: <laughs> you know what? I think both of those pitches are great, and we will see which one they decide to go with a year from now. Um, yeah, man, any final thoughts about uh, F9, the Fast Saga? <laughs> um, I
1: I'm, I will say I, one thing I was disappointed with watching that movie was that they used to have like roles for all the characters? Mm-hmm. So like this person was the expert on this, and this person was the Completely expert on this. Completely abandoned They're that. They're all gone. Literally
0: like they all do everything now. Yes,
1: hundred percent. And there are so many moments where like they bring on the lady
0: from Game of Thrones. I forget the actress. Natalie Emmanuel or something yes. like that. Yes, they bring Natalia. her on,
1: and she is a genius with computers. She is an expert. She uh-huh. creates a super intelligent thing in one of the movies. And <laughs> what is her name and then in the she movie? Just, I name? don't remember. It's
0: some crazy name, like, it's like Biscuit or something. Yeah,
1: let's call her Seabiscuit. So
0: Seabiscuit. So Biscuit
1: <laughs> is supposed to be the computer expert.
0: Ram- Ramsey's. is yes, her name. Ramzees. But Seabiscuit's much better. Go- <laughs>
1: but they literally have Ludacris doing all of the computer stuff, even though she's the computer expert. Like, his character was, like, ripping off ATMs in the second movie. Yeah. Um, but like, just give them st- unique things. You know what I mean? Like,
0: yeah, also, why is so? There's a point where Tyrese is like, "I do the driving, you do the science," or something like that to mm-hmm. Ludacris, right? And I'm like, does Tyrese? Is that why he's there? Like, is he is he there on the team because he does quote unquote the driving? Because one, everybody does the driving, uh-huh. and two, Vin Diesel does the driving. That's kind of his thing. Letty does the driving, but like. You know, she's a chick, so she's got to be on a motorcycle for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then, like, everyone, and then Bryant, uh, Paul Walker's character, does the driving. Yep. They all do the driving. Do so do why is Tyrese there?
1: this this franchise is an Ocean's Eleven, but they all do everything. <laughs> like, they're all fitting in the box, they're all tricking, you know, they're all playing characters, <laughs> they're all doing all of it. Uh,
0: it. It's Ocean's Eleven where everyone can do anything but in an Ocean's Eleven scenario that only really requires one person. <laughs> Truly. Truly.
1: I want to get, I want to <laughs> the, for the past Eleven the way I'm I want to build this out, is they have to face an enemy that works at the end of a a hallway that's too small to fit a car down. Mm. So they're like, what do we do? (laughs) We don't know how to stop this guy.
0: Oh, I think they're going to end up where I think the franchise is going, is I think they're going to have... because one thing I don't know if they've done yet is done like, if they've taken on a whole team of like People. And, and, like, when I say people, I mean, like, a whole team of, like, famous people. Yeah. Like, because mm-hmm. I think that's probably what's coming. That's the only way I can think of to up the, like, up the Annie movie-wise without, like, it going completely absurd. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I think that's a great idea. That like, sounds- the
0: Expendables, like, they have, they need to take on, like, an Expendables team. You know yes. what I mean? mm mm-hmm. that, That's, like, the next step. Yeah. Who would, who who are you putting on this team? <laughs> All right, so if we're going a 1 to 1 casting with like their their the cast we have now, let me pull up a cast list. Um F9 Fast Saga cast. Um let's see here. Okay. We got Vinny Diesel. Mhm. Um and now we have John Cena. So who who is your who's your evil Vin Diesel? You
1: got to bring on I don't know Vin, evil Vin Diesel maybe uh Dave Bautista.
0: Yep I know yeah. he said he, he recently said He doesn't want to do One of these movies But yeah. let's just say They are offering him A hundred million dollars So he can't turn it down I think Dave the, Bautista yes. He wants the money And I think Dave Bautista Is a great choice for that um, Who's your John Cena analog then? Because you need Another one of those
2: Who's
1: as wide A person as John Cena?
0: <laughs> Wide. <laughs> he's just
1: the widest man on the planet.
0: See, I think Dave Bautista might be a better analog for John Cena's character. And then you do a big name actor who's not necessarily a like a big bru- like brutish guy for Vin Diesel, but like a someone who's an equal level movie star. You yes. know what I mean? Like a Tom Cruise or something. Like yes. he's small, but he's Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. somebody like that.
1: Yeah, I think that'd be good too because Vin Diesel doesn't want somebody who's gonna. Out muscular hands right he wants somebody who's going to be like it bring on some idea that he is an a-list actor like to, to create the equivalency that he is right the same level as tom hanks <laughs> right tom cruise or yeah you know.
0: yeah so it's got to be a big name let's just say it's tom cruise let's just say yeah, it's tom cruise so like you got that. so you got tom cruise as like the evil team leader you got dave batista as his john cena like his second in command big muscle guy all right now, your Michelle Rodriguez, your fiery female lead character, who's the inverse of her?
1: I'm struggling so hard to think of actors. Maybe
0: um, like a, maybe like a, like a, uh, like who, who's like a badass? Maybe like a Zoe Saldana or something like that.
1: Yeah, Zoe Saldana. We might just be. Casting Guardians
0: of the Galaxy. I think we're casting okay. Guardians of the Galaxy. Instead
1: of Tom it, donkers, it's, it's Chris Pratt. Yeah, so,
0: <laughs> yeah. Who? Tyrese is definitely Groot. Yes.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Ludacris is Rocket. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who else we got? Uh, Charlene's bad. We don't need to cast her. Um, who's their Ramses? That's uh that's a uh, the Mantis, right? Mantis yeah, is Ramses. So yeah. They both have crazy names. I think we did it. Yeah. I think we did I think we're done here. Guardians
1: of Fast. That's a film unfortunately I would have to
0: watch. Guardians of the Furious? Yes. F10 Guardians mm. of the Furious. We're going to have to bring
1: down all of space. Yeah.
0: How do we save the galaxy a quarter mile at a time? <laughs> Thanos has Infinity Stones. I got family. Yeah. All right, Zach. Thank you so much for doing this. This was a lot of fun. Um, Where can people find you on the internet if they choose to?
1: If you choose to find me, uh, (laughs) you must follow my three riddles. Uh, No, it's uh, at... You
0: must say... What were we saying earlier? Five times fast?
1: (laughs) Oh, yes. You have to see tie-dye tank... (laughs) Tie-dye tank (laughs) top. Five times fast. Um, Yeah. Do that. And then uh, at Z-H-J-O-B-E on all the social medias um nice. and if you want to Venmo me some money it's on there too so I'm happy Jake to take that
0: <laughs> great um everyone send Zach money uh when's your birthday so they can send you uh what, what's your birthday month you don't have to give your well <laughs> my
1: birthday is actually September
0: 11th is it really yes I and will never forget that truly people
1: one time I told somebody and they were like okay that's not a funny joke and I was yeah. like What's the jo- What would be the joke in this scenario? I agree, it's not a funny joke. It would be insane if I said that as a joke. Yeah,
0: I don't, I don't know that there's a joke to be made there. Interesting
1: fact, though, also Ludacris' birthday.
0: Really? Yep. That's interesting. So I'm
1: pretty much in the Fast family.
0: Yeah, you are family. Um, you can find episodes of this podcast and more at the Weekly Regular. Uh, everywhere. Everywhere you find pods. Uh, you can find me on social media at Asan the DJ. That's at A-H-S-O-H-N the DJ. Or my website at Asan.com. Zach Job, thank you so much. Very funny. Very fun. Uh, let's do it again soon. Yeah, this is a blast. Thank
1: you so much.
0: All right, we'll see y'all next week.